Shout out White Dave for setting us up right now. Um, y'all go tap in with his latest shit, Season of the Rich. Um, y'all go see Black Panther and all that real shit. <laughs> we might as well go ahead and shout niggas out. You feel me? We really out here, though. B, this is we, episode 16, bruh. I don't know what it is. Honestly, I'm surprised that we're recording right now. If we keep know, it bro. if we keep it in the stack. It's like, midnight. It's Friday, bruh. We out here in the fucking rich. And, and I think I know... I'm like, man. All I know is we went through a lot to make this happen, and I'm like, I'm proud of, I'm proud of both of us for um, pulling up, and making this shit pop off, and I hope that people fuck with this episode because this is one of the episodes that like we went above and beyond to record. It may not sound like it, it may not feel like it, but you know, we we did a lot. To, we didn't did a lot of shit just to live this here lifestyle. Hello, bruh. Niggas went to work this morning and shit. <laughs> like, it's midnight. Friday, bro, we out here recording, you feel me, talking this politics. It's been a long-ass week, too, you feel me? Niggas really been in the field, you feel me, in the trenches, bro. Like, really with, about that shit with our activism, you feel me? So to even be here today recording, you feel me, still committed to it. I want to just shout out, you feel me, all our Pat Rons, you feel me, the Patrons, you feel me, really fucking with us. Yes, yeah, Because I feel like that shit really actually do... Uh, be holding us accountable in some ways too. You feel me? Yeah, because it makes me feel I'm like, like, damn, bro, it's the first of the month. These niggas already paid me, but I don't even have no content for them yet. You feel me? Yeah, I but, agree. I mean, we just—it's just—it's not sweet like that all the time. We're recording. Yeah. In terms of uh, you know, being able to get in the studio, you feel me? Like, and it's just—it's um, yeah, man. I, I look at a lot of podcasts and I see like they have like stable recording situations, and not to and make that might any, be all they do too. Yeah, not to make <laughs> any excuses or to like you know pump us up or anything like that. But I just want anybody listen that's listening to this to know like, like you said, shout out to all the patients out there. But to also know like yo, investment in us is taken very seriously, and I I think it does provide some incentive, but also some like genuine motivation, like something that's not. Um, not like monetized, not just all about money, right? Like it's some shit that's like really, um, it's genuine, and I appreciate folks tapping in with us. Like you send me updates and stuff all the time about how many plays we get. I'm like, damn, nigga, like I forget that we got this podcast. <laughs> like I just, that's we how just busy be talking, we be, bro, because it's just so regular, bro. Like, I, but I think that's why what makes it what it is. You feel me? Is like you feel me? We authentic with our shit. And think about how natural this shit pop off, bro. That's that's like <laughs> that's what I mean. I think the most real shit that I ever do, you feel me, happen is always natural. Yeah, you feel me, just like my hair. <laughs> <laughs> God, nigga, we are here right you know now. This saying, nigga bro. drinking. We got stupid Pat Ryan. We should put a cap on this right now. Uh, shout out to all the folks that drink Patronacy. For those that don't know, Patronacy is Patron mixed with Hennessy, and it's not just Patron and Hennessy that goes well together. It's a uh, it's tequila, any cognac. If we be, if we keep it a lit, but this is some town shit, and a lot of people might not be able to relate. But shout out to all my dogs drinking Patronacy. You feel me? We drinking it, they're not paying us for they it. Need but to pay us for I'm gonna it. give us a shout out. Shout, out. shout out, shout out, Sean. Shout out, uh, two one. You know, it's all love. 
So, you know, we hit 100K plays, you feel me? 15 episodes. This is going to be our 16th 100K plays, man. That shit. Shout out to our guests. Um, the uh, Black Neighborhood. Shout out Raquel. Shout out Khadija. Shout out Sankofa. You feel me? Everyone fucking with the Hella Black campaign, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, this time of the episode, make sure you like our shit on SoundCloud, nigga. Tap it with us on iTunes, you feel me? Write a positive review, you feel me? We trying to get five stars, you feel me? Five stars like the Ritz-Carlton, you know what I'm saying? So give us a five-star review, you know what I'm saying? Tap in with our Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod, I believe, or Podcast. Try both of them, you feel me? Just search it, you feel me? Google all this intelligence and shit, you're you, you going to find it, you feel me? And I, I think I have an announcement to make. If you if you white and you fucking with our podcast and you listening, like pay up, like don't you better you pay me? You up. Better pay the fuck up. You feel me? Because it's like especially if you talking labor, all that right? equity shit. Because you know white this folks, is labor. equity is a buzzword <laughs> right now. Hey, if you talk equity and inclusion, <laughs> if you talk equity, you for sure better pay up. I don't, I don't want to rub nobody the wrong way, um, but yeah, tap in. And if you, because I. We ain't gonna get too deep into this. It's so much to be said because I feel like we are so. The thing that I love about us is that like we're super critical of others, which helps us be super critical of ourselves. I love holding niggas accountable because <laughs> that shit makes me hold myself accountable. Like nigga, I Real can't even. Shit. I can't even do certain shit because I'm thinking like, nigga, what would you say about yourself if you wasn't yourself? Ooh, hello. God damn, that's heavy. Free game. <laughs> what Free would game. you say about yourself if you wasn't yourself, man? But okay, before we give you two more, a little deeper, uh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Because this for sure coming out after Mother's Day, right? Yeah. I want to say happy Mother's Day to my mother, Tanisha. I love you, baby. Hello. <laughs> Straight up. So we got a good episode today in store, you feel me? We going to talk really, you know, this week has been a blur in a lot of ways, but we finna really talk about, you feel me, People's Breakfast Oakland and the shit that's been really being popping off in the channel. Shout out to all the volunteers out there. Shout out to everybody who fucking with People's Breakfast Oakland because it take a lot of, it's a, you know, I think a lot of, like we always talk about me and you, we get a lot of shine for it or whatever. For what reason, uh, I don't know, but you know. Right. (laughs) But it's a a lot of people from people who've been donating, you feel me, to people who just pull up, you feel me, people donating clothes, people just, you know, pulling up and fucking with us, you know, so. This episode is really going to be talking about, you feel me, what's been going on um, in these houseless camps and why it's hella important, you feel me, to support the people, you feel me, yeah, who are most I, impacted, yeah. I feel like, by this racist, white, capitalist um Whatever state, buzzwords you, you want to lose, you want to <laughs> use, yeah. It's, it's wild because I, um, I, seen a, I wasn't at 510 day, 5 dime, 510, whatever you want to call it. I wasn't, yeah. at, I, wasn't at, I wasn't at the lake for that... Um, for that whole like celebration, right? And I seen some of the shit that happened on your Twitter as far as like um, that white woman calling the police and shit. Um, fuck, it was a point I was gonna make, and I hate being on air and losing my track of thought. Fuck. Oh, yeah. So it's um, it's just wild, bro, to like to see all the different like forms of white supremacy that take places that takes place in Oakland, like. Especially seeing you um, at Lake Merritt, knowing just what you was doing like four days before that, you know, like you dealing with like all different types of fuck, like you battling not just yourself, but like a lot of the folks that we deal with. But I'm just using you for example. You dealing with all types of different forms of white supremacy, bro. Right. The shit is and like just different experiences. Like the shit is wow. From being in the field on Monday, arguing with fucking 
I don't want to call them like city council members, whatever they look. They represent, city, you know, they represent the city OPD, of Oakland, right? Yeah, yeah. like so from just the police, but also like city administrators, right? So, so to see you like have endorsed, not discourse, I don't want to say discourse, but like see you fucking combating all the fuck shit that they dealing with and then also dealing with that bullshit at the lake, it just, it's, for me it's like, it, um, it's tiresome for my spirit, but it's also like kind of like motivating to see you still going hard, you know? And not just yourself, but like a lot of other folks that you organize with and work with, because like I ain't always at the shit that you're doing, you know. <laughs> so like to see you still moving mean, bro, it's 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 super motivating, but it's also wild. You know, like you gotta, you know, deal with all that shit. It's wild as fuck, bro. But it's just regular, unfortunately. Yeah, like, unfortunately, it's just hella regular. Yeah. You know, it's like you see the shit that happened at the lake. It's just like. Niggas know. <laughs> like, but you got to think about what Lake Mary, like for those that don't know, like the lake, right? Like that's what we just call Lake Mary. If you see Lake Mary, that's the place where if you watch, if you watch basketball and you watch the Warriors games. <laughs> Jesus. You know I'm in this motherfucker. My nigga. Talking about nobody did and nothing like that. What's up, fam? How you feeling? Niggas all in my shit. We got a, we got a special guest in here. Shout out to all my motherfuckers in the struggle. Speaking to the mic. Can it's you... Hella Black, the podcast, you feel me? We got a gotta... Black, we in this motherfucker, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We recording live from Richmond, California, Club 35, whatever. You already know, you already know, what it's, you already know what's happening. You feel me? We got the dog water. We got the motherfucking dark Patron. That's Patrine. Patrine, okay, nigga. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to take a brief commercial break. Oh, it's Liddy. It is fucking See, this Liddy. Is, this is what a Hella Black podcast is all about right now. Keeping that this shit is, all natural, all baby. You feel me? We ain't even pausing. Niggas would pause. Yeah, Niggas would edit this shit out. Yeah, but this shit going in the fucking this, episode. This gotta be a special. This gotta be a special edition episode. You know no. what I'm saying? Niggas are just come to the riches. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I was talking to Blake about this shit. Like, a lot of niggas might not understand where we're recording at right now yeah, and what's this, going down. This is any nigga who ever you feel me who grew up in the Bay Area. This is a, this is a sacred this is a sacred place. We we also been recording the um. Youth radio. Youth radio for like the last like what ten episodes maybe something like that yeah yeah and like for us to be in a new space, such a welcoming space and a space that means so much to me, I'm hella juiced. Yo. I got my nigga being here at my fucking auntie house. Brother like B. we're we're recording at my aunt's house right now. We in a motherfucking snake pit. Do, do snake you, room. You understand? Do you understand? We in a motherfucking python pit right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. A lot of a lot of situations happen in this room. You feel me? Shout out my guy fresh off the flight. Saying, fresh off the train, bro. Fresh off Bart. I'm fresh off Bart. <laughs> Bart, they gotta, they gotta have some Sean Bart, bro. It's, it's, it's I can't stand when niggas come home for four, for four hours and start making demands about Bart. I catch Bart every fucking day. Hey, I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let niggas know. Now. For those that don't know, Bart is our fucking train order. system. I got my ten thousand hours on Bart, so you know what I'm saying. This, this comes yeah, from a professional. Place of love. Niggas come home for four hours, talk about they gotta make some changes this on nigga, Bart, nigga. This nigga got a PhD hey. in Bart writing. <laughs> I catch Bart to work every day. I'm gonna let niggas know. Every day. Hey, no L's, nigga. nigga. Left, I'm on Bart, nigga. Hey, nigga, when I left the bay, we had carpet on that motherfucker. I was back, niggas got linoleum. I didn't know why to start boogalooing on that bitch. Hey, Bart, hella shady. No lie. And they, they imported the pleather on the fucking chairs. What's going on in the bay, bro? Please review this for me. It's a lot of fuck shit. We was damn near just yeah, we just talking addressing about, like, all the fuck shit. Yeah, because, we'll like, you know, Oakland like is the home of the Panthers. Yeah. Like, that's what we. That's what like a lot of folks fuck with us for, but they don't really understand. Like it's a lot of fuck shit that happens out here. Because people think the Bay Area, the town, so progressive, so progressive, especially on my birthday in Oakland, right? The good old white liberal, you know. Hey, how you doing, Delancey? It's uh, it's nice to meet you. We like our racism (laughs) sprinkled, baby. (laughs) We like our racism sprinkled. You know, 
And it's like, this shit is so regular out here. People forget the, you know, the racist history of redlining. You feel me? Racial, you feel Can me? you go a little... Segregation. I don't want you to go too deep, but like a yeah. lot of folks might not know what redlining means. So a lot of people also, you know, you hear about Oakland, you hear about the Bay, you feel me? Like... Oakland, you know, East Oakland, West Oakland, that shit used to be all white. Like, West Oakland used to be, like, West Berkeley and Italian and yeah. shit, you feel me? But you feel me, after, uh, you know, uh, the Great Migration and the World Wars, you feel me, World War Two and shit, you know, a lot of black folks migrated from the South uh, to Berkeley, you feel me, but could only move into certain neighborhoods. And those neighborhoods were basically what we call red lines. So, only red areas is the areas where black people can live in. You feel me? And then the green areas is where white people moved. Mm-hmm. So, like, green areas were hella invested in millions and millions and millions of dollars invested in. And the red line, you feel me, was areas that were just neglected. You feel me? So, that essentially created the hood. You feel me? So, that's, like, that history of the Bay Area. People are like, oh, it's so progressive. I'm like, nah, the Bay's hella segregated. Just, like, you feel me on some Jim Crow shit. Like, <laughs> you know, now you have gentrification and all these white people coming back into historically black neighborhoods. You feel me? It's trying to buy the shit up, and now it's cool to be a white woman walking your dog in West Oakland <laughs> with a golden retriever. Shit. Jogging through Acorn. Jogging through, you feel me? Like, Go ahead, P. Can you, can you speak into the mic just in case the folks can't hear you? Yeah. Uh, one question I have is I was trying to break down for some, for some coworkers of mine back in L.A. Um, kind of the difference between the cities and, and the Bay. I mean, obviously, the Bay, is, it's a small place, but it's a, you know... Um, you know, several cities, and each city is really, really different. A lot of people don't understand how different they are. You know, Berkeley is different from Oakland. It's different from Richmond. It's different from, from Pittsburgh, from Alameda, Concord. Concord, like, you feel Alameda, me? It's, it's like. very, very different. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's not that uh, widespread of an area, but a lot of niggas don't understand how gentrification impacts each specific city differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that last time I was out here, which was a couple months ago. You know, I live in Richmond, which is... My whole life has always been mostly Latino. Um, the one thing, ironically, we never had a lot of is white people. Um, and I bounced back after like a couple months of not living here. And I'm outside my house, bro, on, uh, on Easter. Excuse me, not Easter, Thanksgiving. And, and I just kid you not, a fucking herd of white people. I heard my nigga, like, I'm talking about 12 to 15 white people walking with, like, flashlights in their dogs. Was it the Mormons? Bro, I don't even know. I'm sitting like a black. I swear to God, I can't stand this nigga. Bro, I swear to God, bro. Like it was, it was weird enough that I'm I'm in front of the crib with uh my with with Sonny and Ryan. I was for show here. Yeah, Yeah. and and it was almost like, not to be like, not to over exaggerate, but like you seen the pictures like Charleston and shit. Like the niggas with like collared shirts and and, and button ups, but like very clearly a show of presence, not Mm -hmm. necessarily a A show of force. A show exactly. Yeah. And it was like they in the way they were walking, like and they looking at us. We were in front of our own. Nigga, I've been living. I've been staying here years, for since bro. yes, twenty years. Yes. So like yeah, over twenty years. So like when I seen them walking, they looking at me like I don't belong here. Which like which is wild, crazy to me because that's, that's entitlement, bro. And they're walking their dogs like it was just like the almost like the formation. That's why I call them motherfuckers a herd. It was like it was totally, totally like premeditated, bro. And. It's just weird. Like, I, I don't, I, I'm going to come clean. Like, I ain't been in the West like that lately. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm not on the front lines enough to know what it's like. Yeah. I just wanted to see if y'all can speak I think, I think, I, I think, um, to the point that you just made, I think that's universal. I feel like niggas in D.C. is going through that. Because I know D.C. Is, has been super gentrified. I feel like niggas in Baltimore are going through that shit. I feel like anywhere where there's, like, this huge population of black folks in this current time, I feel like that shit is. I feel like niggas experiencing that same shit because like mm-hmm. Richmond and Oakland are like super close, but they're also super separate, right? And even 
Berkeley and Oakland are like super close, but it's also close, super like separate. Yeah. Um, I just think we 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 in a time where um, man, not even in a time because like when you look at America, like this shit has always existed. We just it's in a like, point where like white folks can just right. I mean, take what they want, do what yeah. they want. Like imagine being like, and it's just it's just a whole different time where like motherfuckers ain't using it by like physical force, right? Because like, man. Like, yeah, I I think we just in a time not even yeah I think we just in a in a time and in a space where just like white folks are just taking what they want like what they yeah, usually do. you know I don't want to speak out, I don't want to speak out of turn, but like it definitely seems like we dealing with white entitlement on a level that we've never fucking experienced before, bro. At least our generation, our generation for yeah, sure. Like, but like not, I bet if you said not as a nation, OG, not as a nation, but it's it's and it's crazy because it's almost like. You know, and, and the easy th- the easy finger to point would be at the internet, right? Internet gives everybody it gives everybody empowerment because you realize there's other people out there with like minor issues. So like, um, that's how I feel. Like, you know, it used to be back in the day, like you deal with white folks, it was like an everyday thing. You know, it's like fucking the weather. You know, it's always gonna be cold outside. Pack a jacket, but this shit now is fucking crazy because it's like no matter how extreme your beliefs are as a white person in America like it's always going to be a motherfucking pack somewhere that agree with you and they'll stand up for you reinforcing us you got to think about that that's why that that like like whiteness whiteness (laughs) is a system you feel me like these things to me it ain't like it ain't new but the way we're experiencing it now is a whole different new new way you feel me because it's like we could document it so you see this shit you feel me like Shit happened at Nordstrom's all the time. Yep. But now that somebody documented this, shit happens at Lake all the time. Yeah. Like but you, somebody documented <laughs> so it feels like it's so... And the wildest shit, bro. And I, and like, I, I, I blame it on the internet again because... Like, I'm gonna give you an example, bro. Like, for every every headline you see, it happens every fucking month. Some college frat gets caught saying the N-word on a, uh, on a fucking video or, or, or somebody posts some fucking like, racist blackface. shit online. Some right. blackface shit gets posted online. And and it's a big outcry. The H and M shit will happen. Somebody will get fired from their job. The Starbucks shit will happen. Somebody get fired from their job. And it's always a motherfucker that will step up and start a GoFundMe page for that nigga. Like every cop that gets that gets put on leave, they'll start a fucking GoFundMe for the cop. Like now it's like it's full frontal like reinforcement, bro. Like on a level that it's it's so much faster now. You know what I'm saying? Like technology is just giving them the ability to out organize us and control us and monitor us. Exactly. In a way that, like, you feel me, back in the day, you really needed feds, you feel me? Like, yeah. hearing stories about coming to a pro. Yeah. Like, you, I hear stories from my family talking about, oh, yeah, feds will just be outside the house. Yep. Niggas don't need a fed when fucking iPhone. Yeah. Right here on this fucking Mon- computer, yeah. you feel they me? Like, they could be monitoring that shit. Allow access? And you never, bro, and you never, like... Siri don't turn off. You realize you, like, no matter how... Like, <laughs> she always awake. <laughs> no matter how crazy, no matter how crazy this shit is, you expect, like, it's always a motherfucker that's gonna be there to back you up, like, equal, equal and opposite reactions So like. I get like you know I don't want to bring my nigga my nigga from Chicago name up but like all that dumbass shit he said this past week it's a million motherfuckers lining up ready to like happy he said that shit. Damn, hold on, wait, wait, before you go any further because we're gonna talk about that later on in the episode. Don't don't drop too much knowledge. B, um, I know. This is wild. I ain't gonna lie. I'm hella juice because this is this, this is, is we had a guest episode, on some right? fluke shit. Yeah, like, like a nigga I nigga just walked in this I, room like what's yeah, niggas I, doing I, in my room? <laughs> that's what's up. We we recorded in the nigga room right now. Nigga came home was like, hold on, what the fuck going on? <laughs> He's nah, like, outside, my shit quiet. Uh, this nigga got a snake out right oh, now, like, bro. I fuck with this. I do, bro. And I'm just like, I mean, this shit like. We talk about how, the, how all this shit we do is much deeper than the surface, right? Like, 
this shit deeper than podcasts. This shit deeper than organizing. This shit damn near deeper than life. If I do, if I do say so myself, like, that's just how I feel, right? It's deeper than life, one hundred percent. Yeah, but I uh, not to go off too far off on a tangent, but I think we were talking about earlier just an experience that we had earlier this week, and we were talking about like people's breakfast, Oakland. We were shouting all our volunteers and shit, and just talking about um, the situation that popped off this past week as far as the city of Oakland trying to evict houseless folks, which is illegal but in California. How the, how the fuck do you evict a houseless person? Bro? Yeah, like that shit sounds nuts in, in itself, bro, right? Like like how, it's, how sick is that? It's many, but on top of that, it also being illegal in the state of California to evict that. Once again, when I, when you, like, listen to what I'm saying. To evict a houseless person, to evict a houseless person and not give them nowhere to go is um, illegal in the state of California. Federally, and it violates, like, United Nations charters. Yeah, like, it's, it's literally illegal for you to <laughs> lift somebody up off the street and be like, nigga, you got to cut and not give them some other form of housing. It's fucking illegal. Bro, not, not, not just on the curb. Like, you, you see folks putting spikes on benches, on fucking gates. It's, it's mainly as fuck. And it's only, and, like, to be honest, it's only in spaces where a lot of black folks are. Because there's houseless folks in Berkeley who living it up with solar panels and cars and shit. <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's, they they got a different hue to their skin. Nah, it's facts. It's facts. (laughs) Nah, it's all good. Come over, get a little closer. Yeah. I just want before I interrupt y'all shit again. I just want to say I'm I'm thankful for y'all having me. I'm thankful for y'all letting me invade y'all airways just briefly. But you know, I've been living in. I'm not gonna give away my location, but you know where I've been staying at is a little bit different than out here. Yeah. And uh, you know, I sent you a couple images. Uh, kind of like how the houseless folks live where I'm at, right? Wow, this shit is, they let them niggas st- post up wherever. Like, open season. And it's like, my initial reaction was like, cause, was confusion. I'm like, how come they let these niggas just kind of do what they want? Like, this is a tourist area. And you realize what you just said, bro. Like, white people ain't trying to kick it over here. You feel me? Like, they don't give a fuck about this space. Like, this space doesn't have value to them yet. It's only where white yeah. folks are that would you see, like, this Soon hostile-ass as, response right. to hostelessness. It's a, take, it's a takeover. And that's so what like, you were saying about, like, gentrification in, like, West Oakland, yeah. too, specifically. It's because you have all these white people moving into West Oakland. You feel that me? Value. They don't want to see this shit. You got million-dollar homes selling in yep. West Oakland, bro. And I, and I read the <laughs> article you actually linked me to uh, a couple months back about how literally, like, these the Silicon Valley folks are literally running out of space. Which is why they invade in our shit, like which is like they, you feel me? They literally are moving as far as Berkeley and Oakland just to find places to live because there's no more space left in the fucking Silicon Valley. We ain't even gonna talk about how they uprooting folks in East Palo Alto, EPA, giving niggas three EPA day notice and shit. Exist anymore? Yeah. Like, like the EPA we grew up talking about, you feel me? Like that shit's not there no more. It's Hunger Games, nigga. Like they completely District Twelve that shit, bro. It's like it's crazy, and you realize it's it's, it's completely related to how much value they feel like they can get out of whatever area it is. Which is why I always kind of felt safe here in Richmond because we always had, you know, our thing we always talk about is we don't got shit that they want. So that's why we really kind of free from gentrification. You know what I'm saying? It's not an area, it's not a high, um, you know, it's not a, it's not a high shopping area. There's not, the schools are terrible out here. None of the like, houses, unless you go to the hills, are particularly that, like, uh, desirable. So, like, we always kind of felt safe in our little enclave in Richmond because we knew niggas didn't really want what we had. Which is why when we came out here and seen niggas really just taking over our shit and while this shit, bro, you remember back in the day, like couple, way, way back in the day when grandma fell in front of the, in front of the crib on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and she fucking fell because we didn't have fucking street lights because it was that fucking day. And because the there. fucking street was so the uneven, was the so, pavement was the so pavement, uneven. Bro, I'm talking about that motherfucking. The pavement was on some fucking Jim Crow type like dirt road shit back in the day. I'm talking about we couldn't even ride inline skates, yeah, bro. Yeah. And we had no lights. 
we had a fucking they had one um one street lamp per corner like per like every other corner and it was a fuck that lamp could have been from the thirties, bro. You couldn't see shit. Like if I'm talking about if you stand on the corner right here, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. My eighty some year old grandma failed, bro. So we wrote my mom, you know, my mom's a litig- she a litigator, my nigga. So she wrote all kind of letters and made all kind of calls to the city just to get the motherfucker switched. Nothing happened. A few years back, bro, right before I moved out, I go outside, it's bright as fuck. Niggas put LED lights on our shit. And I'm like, oh, niggas must have finally got my mama fucking emails and shit from the 90s <laughs> when my grandma failed. Yeah. Nah. Fuck no. Nah. It's because these white people just moved in and took over this shit. They're like, yo, we got to make this motherfucker nice and bright. Ain't that the wildest shit, bro? That's the wildest shit, too, because it's a whole, you know, it's a whole, like, if you think, look about, like, streets. Just, like, the violence of, like, yeah. streets, you feel me? Like, you say you can't even ride, ride skates. Like, think about what this shit it do, do to your car. Yeah. You feel me? And if, like, you're already hurting for money, then you need new tires every fucking yep. six months because the streets is bad. Terrible. You feel me? So it's like that whole cycle. Niggas put a roundabout on our shit, bro. This is the donut corner. Like, this is, we know yeah. this is the donut corner. <laughs> Niggas put a, a, roundabout. a roundabout with a fucking garden on the donut corner. With LED light. Like, I was like, bro, this ain't even my neighborhood no more. Neighborhood watch signs and shit, you feel Imagine me? Imagine like, being from the West. Bro, I, that's the wildest shit to me. And the, and the cold part about it is, the West is a slap in the face, bro, because we've always, everybody's always seen the value on us, bro. Niggas let it get shitty. They let niggas take over it and let, and let the police turn that motherfucker into a ghetto. But niggas have always seen the value in their beautiful ass homes in West Oakland. The Victorian houses and shit. Victorian houses and shit, you feel me? Uh, right by the bay, right by the bridge. Hella parks. Yeah. Like, think about how many parks and shit is in the bay. Like, it, it, you have to play dumb to be like, to not see the value in West Oakland. Which is why it's the biggest slap in the face now because they come back to this motherfucker like they rediscovered it. Like, no, nigga, this shit been popping. All we asked for was some fucking some money to put into this shit so we can make sure the kids got a place to hang out that's safe. You feel mm-hmm. me? But you even think about, like, the BART train, bro. BART, like, when they built BART, they literally destroyed parts of West Oakland, bro. And that's just going through niggas' business, homes and bro, all like, type of crazy. It's you feel fucking me? fucking BART stops in West Oakland. Like, what? Like, bro, this, this shit crazy. And, and so I, that's why I like gentrification, bro. Like, that shit, like, it's a new word, I guess. But yeah. that shit, like, that's gentrification, too, when and you fucking build away. a fucking yep. BART train, you feel me, and destroy a whole fucking neighborhood and kick black businesses out. That's gentrification. I even, you know, even if you look at uh, Merritt, you mm-hmm. feel me? Like how Merritt was in the north and now it's up in the fucking hills, bro. Oh. That's where them niggas was training, bro. The Panthers, bro. You feel yeah. me? So it's exactly like right. they move the resources from the fucking flatlands, put it up in the hills, and what happens? You know what I'm saying? That's a part of gentrification. the whole culture of the city with that shit, bro. What's up with the lake, my nigga? Am I, I wilder? It's like the lake turning into a fucking like, frontier. <laughs> I'm on Graham and I seen niggas like. They said they call they call the cops on niggas. Like Bar- that, yeah, but that that shit been happening though. What? But yeah, don't ask me shit about Lake Mary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we was just talking about that right when you walked in too. No cap, like the lake. We just, yeah, this nigga Blake just had a situation. Bro, we I was yeah, fucking police was out there and shit. Cops getting called before the music even started. Oh, shit blown up. God, this nigga <laughs> out of pocket. Nigga got the fucking phone going off during the podcast. Wow. Niggas is niggas is so out of pocket, man. But let's tap. Okay, so we oh we got a whole lot of heat. I don't know how to uh, fucking calculate all this shit, but I feel like we've been talking about a lot of heavy shit. Um, but yeah, we wanted to tap in to what happened this past week. Um, we had a situation where. The city of Oakland was trying to evict houses, folks. Once again, I, I say it. Every time I say it, the words leave my mouth. Evict houses, folks. I feel some type of way because it's like, 
how fucking ignorant and how obscene that shit sounds, right? You got the city of Oakland trying to evict houses, folks, bro, which is illegal in the state of California. You cannot evict people to move. You it's, don't have no resources for people to go. You're evicting yeah, you, people you can't, you who can't, are already hustlers. You can't who have nothing, a houseless right? person without giving them somewhere to go. And the city of Oakland whole fucking spiel was that they had these sheds that they were opening for folks. But the day that they were trying to evict people, the sheds were not available. So, like, where are these people supposed to go? And you're right. the city of Oakland, right? Like, how do you not have a plan for where these people supposed to go? You have, you know, millions and billions of dollars, you know, being invested into developing Oakland, quote-unquote, and building all these apartment complexes. And so it's it's very it's very strategic what they're doing, bro. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about no houses for people, you feel me? So what they're doing is essentially kicking people out to make it seem nice, right, for uh, for the white people, you feel me, for the white people who are moving to West Oakland, bro, because they don't want to see that, you feel me, moving through. It's a, it's a quote-unquote, eyesore to them, you know? So, like... The city of Oakland, bro. It's like this is like where it's we do the same our breakfast white people program. They got Black Lives Matter and they fucking. Oh yeah, they have like no hate, no hate in Oakland shit in their fucking shit. That's how I know you a white person, bro. Oakland United against hate, Berkeley United against hate. That's how I know you're white, bro. You're like, oh my god, please don't rob me. You know, so basically they was trying to evict, you know, houseless people, and um, you know, luckily we like literally the sign they put, bro. Like this shit's so sick. The sign they literally put was. Tow away zone, no parking. Tuesday, six a.m. to three p.m., and that's what an eviction notice is. Like literally, they put a tow away zone, bro. You feel me? So like, we knew about it. You feel me? We heard. We were like, all right, bro. I tapped him with D. He was like, what we finna do? Like, we got to do some shit. You feel me? Tapped him with some, you know, other folks in the community. Um, and I was like, what? You know, what are we finna do? So we're like, all right, we finna put a call out, show out. You, you feel me? Show up. Pull up, you feel me? And Do you know the other orgs that were out there? Because there was a couple other groups that I felt that um, pulled up, and I think they did some good work, too. I, and I cannot remember their names. I think it was, uh, I know Anti-Police Terror Project put a call out. I saw somebody um, wearing the hoodie. They was fucking with it for sure. Yeah, shout out to APTP. Shout out to Cat. you feel me? There was another um, There was another the org, too. The Village as well the village, was, was out there. Is that, for, yeah, for they, were, they were out there heavy. They were out there thick. And they also went to Mosswood, too, to... Um, yeah, to have some people on the scene out there in Mosswood. It's, it's, man, the shit is hella disheartening, bro, because it's a win, right? Um, and we, you know, they had plans of um, of moving. Not evicting moving. the whole crib. I'm not going to say like, moving. Like, moving is just not the word that I'm looking for, but evicting right. an entire, like, like what? Displacing yeah. already people who are displaced. And that was like a two or three block radius, like moving folks, and like for us to only get them so that in that two or three block radius, that for sure would have been I think a hundred people, or maybe I'm like over exaggerating. Nah, it's at least a hundred. Yeah, so um, for us to get them, not for us, but for them to only move like three to four people, that's a win. But it's also like move them across the street. It's also you know. just yeah, it's it's fucked up because I wish nobody had to go, and that's like hella ideal and some utopian shit, but. Man, that shit is disheartening, bro. Like, especially because uh, in addition to, like, us having to go to work afterwards, you know? Like, I wish we could, I wish we could, and I wish we didn't have to. I wish we could devote a lot more time to these folks, and I also wish we didn't have to, you know? Like, yeah. We talk all. Nah, I mean, I know what you're saying, because I think someone out there was like, oh, thank you for what you do. I was like, I wish I didn't have to do this. You know, it's like, 
But I think it's so necessary because if we didn't show up, bruh, they would have evicted the whole camp. They would have just placed over 100 people in those quote-unquote tough sheds, the concentration camps that they have, weren't even open. You feel me? So you're just, you feel me? So, like, literally, that's why why we say, like, really, like, being in the field and really being tapped in with people, you feel me? Even if it's just showing up for community support and showing up with, you feel me, some oatmeal, some water and shit, like, that sends a message to the city because the city already knew that niggas was finna be out there. And they got word of our plans and they're trying to divert it to go hit Mosswood Park. You feel me? So, like, if we didn't, you feel me? Like, if we weren't pushing the line on social media, if we weren't having people call in, if we didn't show, if hell of people didn't show up, you feel me? Like, that camp would not be there right now. Yeah. And people, who knows, that trauma, you feel me? Like, what do we the trauma of having, you know, like, one homie was like, yeah, this is my, my life belongings are here. What am I going to do with it? Because when they come in there, they come in there with the bulldozer. They come in there with the trash, uh, big-ass trash truck. Well, you're not truck, leaving with anything, but this probably the shit that you get. Maybe your tent, if that, because they're moving super fucking quick and you got OPD out there, bro. OPD was out there hell of fucking deep, like a fucking military, bro. You feel me? There was at least... Thirty-five of them. It was a lot. It was a lot of. It was a lot of police. People. It was a lot of policemen out there. Whatever. Pigs. Yeah, I don't even feel like. I feel like calling up somebody a, a police officer is like a form of respect. Yeah, fuck twelve, nigga. But you feel me? It's just like that's why we really we say you really got to be. You know, we got to be tapped in. You feel me? Really, like if you. And it ain't even about organizing. It's about like how are you as a fucking human being that you can just drive past a person. You feel me? Who was impacted by this capitalist state, and you're not gonna support him? You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that's why, like, for like being in the like that shit, even if it's just showing up, they're gonna treat people differently because like they treat those folks like they're just just completely disposable. You yeah, know, if we weren't showed up, you know, because we have privilege. Being present, yeah, is yeah. the best ally, and it's not like we were like you know, protesting with, like, chains and blocking people. Like, we was just out there showing, you know. No, we here. We here. And we watching y'all. You feel me? So, yeah. People's Breakfast Oakland, you feel me? Shout out to all the volunteers. Shout out to everybody who make that shit happen. Because that shit, that shit is fucking meaningful, bro. And I never, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just think about, I remember when we first talked about this, bro, when we was in the West. Like, hey, bro, let's just start this shit. You feel me? Niggas go shopping, you feel me? Your mom sent us back, like, nigga, what the fuck you buy, bro? I bought hell of the wrong like, shit. We bought the wrong shit, you feel me? To see now, like, being able to help people, you feel me? And to stop evictions, bro, like, that shit is hell of fucking necessary, you feel me? I'm hoping it can um continue to grow, and I hope we can still... I hope we can do, like, some meaningful and sustainable work. That's that's, that's one of our biggest goals, because um, even when we, like, fucking dipped from the campsite, I kind of mm-hmm. felt like it was some of the shit that we were doing was temporary and it's just like you know some of the thoughts that crossed my mind it's like, like reaction yeah, it's like yeah. we're like it like, sucks how can we, feeling reaction how can we be proactive with this like, how can we prevent this eviction notice being dropped you know as opposed to just like we get it and now we like we organize you know? as fast like, as possible like how can we be proactive instead of reactive yeah. you know shout out to all the or- shout out to all the um Shout out to all our volunteers at People's Breakfast Oakland shout out to all the organizers that's just out here trying to make some shit shake day in and day out that shit is hella important, bro. Straight like that. For real, for real. So, I mean, I think the solutions is, like, keep being there, being consistent, you know? Yeah. I mean, we we can't... It's like people are trying to put this uh, hero hero cape on activists. Like, bro, we can't... We can't you know what I'm saying? I ain't no hero. Like, I hate being... Like, I, I, I hate when people even try to interview us. Yeah. Like, I think we do not a good job, but I... I um, 
I feel like we're both like super conscious of like uh, giving our volunteers props and like letting it be known. They're like, this is not the result of you and I. Like, this is everything that's happened. Anytime you want to give praise to people's breakfast, yeah, like this is a. I'm a reflection of my my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, my mother and father. I'm a reflection of all my niggas that I hang around, and also um, when shit pops off and like you see actions being take place, this is it's it's folks outside of us that make this shit happen. You know, I don't want to be like no fucking gatekeeper or no fucking um, no symbolism or you know just. All that bullshit. Yeah, like fuck blue that. check ass shit. Hey, like fuck nigga, this it's it's this shit bigger than me. At least that's how I feel, you know. It is, hundred percent. So yeah, I mean I think that's just our biggest message is like that's why being really in the community is so fucking important. You feel me? Tapping in with people, like you know, I I mean I that's where I live you know, I live around there, you feel me? So like I stop by. You feel me? Check in, tap in with people and I'm not saying this for like brownie points or cookies or whatever. I'm telling this so, like, people are hearing this and be like, you know, tap in with people. You feel me? Because sometimes I know a lot of people are like, oh, how did you start the breakfast program? Or, oh, what do you do? Like, how do you do that? You feel me? It's like being tapped in, being humble with people, asking people what they need, how you can support, and also just, like, weaving your ego out the door, bro. Like, they ain't fucking with you the first few times. You know? That's, that's, they don't have to fuck with you. It, like, they're probably used to a lot of people just coming in with some random shit. You yeah. know? But I think people fuck with us down there because we just... We've been consistent, consistent yeah, but I've seen people, you know, down there, even when, you know, people were being, uh, you know, they were trying to evict people and some people was like not cool with certain people to being down there. And I'm like, if they never seen you down here, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. so I think just being humble is a, is a real big, important part of, um, really being about the community work, you know? So people's breakfast, Oakland, hell black podcast. You feel me? We, we trying y'all. And we doing everything we can. You Our feel best, me? and that's all. That's all you could do at the end of the day. How I be feeling sometimes about some of the shit that we talking about in some of our episodes is like, man, this is some shit that only motherfuckers who really experienced this shit can relate to. And I think that's sometimes could be good, and I think that sometimes could be bad because I want our shit to be super inclusive, and I want everybody to, like, in an ideal situation, everybody be able to relate. But I also think a lot of the shit that we go through is like something that only. Motherfuckers who out there living it can relate to. So, um, you know, shout out to all the organizers in the field. But I think it's important that this, like, we tell, like, this shit ain't cool. This shit ain't cute. This shit ain't easy, bro. This shit's traumatic. Like, you know, I was talking to, you know, some of the, the workers, bro. The workers who were, you know, black workers who are forced, you know, to go out to the houseless camps and they're forced to pick up the trash, you know, who work for the city. You know, I'm talking to them and they're just like, Bruh, some the, the bruh told me, like, some of us have to go to fucking, like, psychologists because of the shit that they be seeing on the regular, like, having to, like, clean houseless camps. I'm just like, it's so, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, I don't want to be doing this shit, but if, if I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, I, ha- I don't want to be doing this, but this is, like, what I have to do in order to survive, too. You know, so, like, those nuances of quote-unquote capitalism is, like, you have black workers having to clean up the houseless camps and, like, essentially being told to evict people, even though it's OPD and it's the Libby Schaff, who's a terrorist, in my opinion. you a terrorist if you evicted houses, people. you displacing people. That's fucking violence, bro. You feel me? Like, so it's just, it's so, like, you know, and then from you saying, like, fuck, I got to go to work. <laughs> you know, people shit, out bro, there, like, shit. you know, it's like, 
Cause shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, if you the feds will await your ass. Like, we know you niggas got to go to work. Bruh, and that's what OPD was doing, bruh. Like, they was really trying to wait us out. They was really trying to run chess moves, run a play on us, you feel me? Like, niggas was really running from block to block because, you know, as soon as they show up deep on one block, then they move the bulldozer to another block. And we were like, all right, we finna have to run over there, nigga. Like, <laughs> this shit, they was really trying to play chess moves with us, bruh, and really do that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's power on community. There's power in unity. There's power in... You feel me? Centering the people most uh, impacted by this fucking racist-ass, capitalist, colonial state. You feel me? This empire, you feel me? So centering the people, you feel me? Most impacted, bro. That shit, that's important, bro. We ain't centering, centering no black capitalists. We ain't centering no Jay-Zs. We ain't centering no, you feel me? No. You <laughs> I hope people can listen to this and just feel like the um, authentic- authenticity and like the um, the passion and... It's just like us being genuine. I hope they can like listen to that and hear this. You know, like I think sometimes I be like listening to us talking shit. I be like, damn, I hope motherfuckers feel this because I know it's coming from the heart. And I like, I also know like some of the shit that we talk about is only some some things that certain people can relate to. So you now tuned in to Hello Black, Hello Black podcast. podcast. What episode is this? Episode sixteen, bro. I can't wait Happy till we Mother's get to Day. eight. You know, episode eighteen. I be go I, eight, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. We only we only on episode sixteen. I be hearing people say like, you know, once you get to episode one hundred and fifty, y'all gonna really be on. I'm like, oh shit, one hundred and fifty. That's like that's four years like, from now. If we stay at this pace, we pick it up a little bit. Shout out my mom. You just you know. Shout out my mom too, bro. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Shout Mother's out to all Day, the moms Happy, out there. Period. My grandma, rest in peace. My other grandma. You feel me? Shout Thanks out to all the mothers. You feel me? Hello, Real black shit. episode Hello sixteen. Black podcast, Thank you, you for me? fucking with it. Now let's get into this extended, extended shit. episode. So fuck you Kanye know, we have like there we, we go. Have, Ooh, I got this show off my bro, chest. We we have five, five, six, you know, episode extended episodes on Patreon. So if you fucking with the Hellback Podcast, tap into our Patreon, subscribe for five dollars a month, bro. You get you get access to these extended episodes where we talk about different topics. You feel me? So this topic we finna talk about the nigga uh, Kanye Kanye West. Man, be-